0: Hey, everybody. Oh, I'm so mellow today. I feel so relaxed. I'm hoping to pep up my step for this podcast today, but I'm uh, excited. I'm Michelle Collins, and this is Midnight Snack. Thank you for listening. It, my dream and my pleasure in life. To do this show. Why am I starting so serious today? <laughs> you know what the problem is? I'm watching a UK game show called The Chase. I'm gonna turn it off so I can really what? focus on You're my watching God. TV. <laughs> <laughs> Just the end, because these two women were competing for 60,000 pounds, and I had to see what happened. Hi. Okay, I'm right, back. Let me turn my phone off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, Dan, do you mind putting the New Yorker down and getting rid of some of the bubbles in the bath? I can't see you. Thank you. Hi, everybody. It's Midnight Snack. I'm Michelle. It's Dan Acton. We're back from a very extended hiatus. Um Really, an extended hiatus. I feel like you and I look like Wilson and Castaway at this point. We're just in, like coconut <laughs> hair and just a big old bloody face, and just excited to be back to work. Dan, how are you? I'm great. That's I'm great. Okay, great. I'm, I'm three like, months yeah. off the air. We had a job. That's fine by me. I don't need a whole update. Believe me, I have plenty. No, I'm like a little. I'm
2: no, I'm a little bit stressed out. But I'm going to be great.
0: Oh no. <laughs> Dan is a little stressed. Yeah. Well, why don't we, I mean, Dan, do you want to put like some feelers out in case anyone's listening who needs an employee?
2: Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that, but I I, I am between
0: uh, contracts right now. So
2: yeah. uh, if anybody needs a Dan Acton on staff,
0: uh, let me know. I feel like you have so many um, gay stalkers who listen to the show that this could be yeah. the, this could be like misery to, if I were an author... <laughs> If I were a real professional author, I would sit down and write a book about you in this podcast and like saying how you need a job. And then this like guy with like a bowl cut and a navy blue jersey turtleneck just like hires you (laughs) (laughs) to like clean his figurines in the house. Uh, I I love that. I'm
2: (laughs) I'm real clean. (laughs)
0: one thing about Dan that I know he'll have your figurines gleaming and I've said it since the day (laughs) I met him. He's just a professional guy. Um, do you want to hear a funny story, Dan Acton? Yeah. So, you know, because of some circumstances, we are, um, taping a couple of these episodes a little bit earlier. So, and then we'll be back to our regular schedule, but at the moment we're taping it today, this is going to be released in a little bit. Um, it is the day after I got back from Paris. I went to Paris. I'm in London, as um, most yeah. of you know. I mean, actually, by the time this comes out, I probably will be back in New York. But assuming you know, they let me in. I don't know what's happening right now with the travel rules. <laughs> it is. Just, it's really. You know, it's funny because I'm part of the problem. Like, I think even just being here is like. And I love to talk shit about people like going places. Like, look at these weddings. Right. But then I'm right. here. It's like I have no right to say shit, but um. It's funny, because I went to Paris, I took the week off of work and serious morning show and everything, and I've never had a good experience there, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn that you actually seriously dated a man from France for... Correct. Yeah. Yeah, for oh, a long time. Year, couple, yeah, a couple years. And more. it, it I, I want you I to know... I better get the day right.
2: <laughs> a long time, yeah. <laughs> I better get it right. <laughs>
0: You're like 10, 12 years. The guy's like 17. Yeah. 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 Um, It <laughs> took every ounce of my willpower not to DM him to be like, let's hang. Oh, you should have. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't want to like He's... overstep any boundaries or anything. What? No, there's no
2: boundaries. You know what he was doing? He uh was being like a fitness model for his gym. He got like, yeah.
0: So the whole was, uh, time to quote Sally Field and Mrs. Doubtfire, the whole time he was yeah <laughs> he was
2: not answering texts and then he's really? like oh
0: it's been like yeah
2: yeah because I was going to try <gasps> to like connect you guys but uh,
0: yeah that's actually anyway. funny I you know what's funny I yeah. didn't need him um I, it would have been great to see him he's such a lovely I actually adore him but uh, I did you know I have um some other friends who live there who really stepped up their game I mean they're very chic so I don't know if you have people like this in your life. <laughs> It's actually like almost an insulting question. (laughs) Think about it. Not to them, to you and to me. Because like I like to think that I'm, you know, I'm not sophisticated. I put it this way. (laughs) No, you know what it is? I'm limited by income. I'm limited by money. If I had an unlimited amount of money, I would be like bedecked in designer clothing, bedecked in Louis and all that shit. You know that. For sure. For sure. But I don't. I mean, honestly, you know, I keep telling people this summer in London is costing me, like, my savings. It was like this or buying a Mini Cooper. And I was like, I guess I'll just come here. Um, yeah. I could have lived out of my Mini Cooper like a tiny, tiny jewel. <laughs> just like, you know, when Gandalf ends up in The Hobbit and his legs just sticking me out of the dollhouse. It's like me and the Mini Cooper. Like, I have to live in my car. They're like, oh. <laughs> I'm wearing it like a thong. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm living in my car. It's just underwear. So... Uh, no, but I got uh, this ticket. What I'm saying is that I, these friends of mine who are very, very chic and elegant, like just elegance yeah. and everything is they smell delicious and expensive. And something happens to me. And I don't know what this is, because like it, it's one of two things. First of all, I think when I'm in New York and I have my wardrobe and I'm in my space, it is easier right. for me to get a good look together. It's to like really leave the house looking my best. Oh, yeah. But you're
2: traveling, so you have to, like, yeah.
0: I'm traveling. And also, like, when I first got here, I did do some shopping. But, of course, I've worn everything that I got already. So I have, like, nothing fresh. You know, I have, like, nothing new and exciting. Mm. Like, it's all, ugh. So when I packed, (laughs) I was just like, whatever. Like, I packed. I mean, I don't want to say garbage. But, like, I didn't pack great. I just didn't pack great. Okay. And then when I got there, I was like, fuck. Like, I forgot that I need to step my game up to 20. Like, these people are elegant and they yeah, took me yeah, to really, yeah. it's Lucas and Terry. And they took me to these beautiful restaurants. And I, we went to a uh, Chateau. We went to Catherine Deneuve's old house. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. They wow. Turned, yeah, these two guys bought it and turned it into a hotel, like a um, French Soho house kind of place. There's a pool and a huge restaurant. Oh, and it's cool. really nice. And I wore my fucking, like, oh, my God. I, do you know what I did? This is, <laughs> no one's going <laughs> to, men will not understand this. I wore bathing suit. Hold on. You know, I got some big old, what? big old. Listen, there was a pool. You know, I have very heavy natural breasts, right? I do. Yeah. I'm a triple D with the bra sure. off. Whatever. They still have some good volume left in them. The point is they're big. I wear this bathing suit that didn't have an underwire. And I just, I'm telling you, like my brain just wasn't twisted all the way into place. You know, when you're like, and I forgot to tighten the straps. So the whole day I'm like, God, my boots what? are like so low. <laughs> And then after the whole day, I went to the bathroom and I was like, Michelle, the strap the, the little like, you know, buckle thing was like all the way at the bottom. So they were just out. Like they were just like, this is me, babe. Like this is who I am. You're more surprised by this than I would have expected, actually.
2: No, I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> they were really it's like low. With, it's yeah. like walking around with your, your belt
0: yeah. half off. No, that's exactly it. I was like, God, I, I don't know. Like and in the pictures, I mean, some of them are nice. But in the pictures, I was like, oh, God, like, I guess I'm just losing elasticity. I don't know what's going on. Um, and I did like buy some new things. But I don't know. I just, oh, God. Anyways, a lot of stress um, for me to like look the part. And I actually have like designer bags with me. Didn't pack any of them. I don't know. Who cares about labels, right? That's what I should think. Anyway. That's what I said. Yeah. But a funny thing that happened that will make you feel good. And then we can talk about our lives and other things. Is I went to this. Um, a, a listener recommended a supper club where it's like 20, it's called 22 Club Paris. And every Friday and Saturday night, this couple who happened to be American, they own this restaurant called Verju. Um, thankfully, not Verju, it's for virgin juice. And I was one of the wow. few people who still <laughs> qualify for it.
2: <laughs> I like not in that outfit. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. They were like, not <laughs> funny enough. They like wouldn't let me in. Um, I'm dressed like Kathy Bates in Misery. I'm like, why is everybody turning me away from dinner? This is very strange. Anyway, so I went in. By, I went by myself, which actually was very liberating. You know, I love things like that. Like, yeah, for me, it's fun because I know that when I tell people what I do, like when you tell people you're a comedian in situations like that, it's a real double-edged sword because on the one hand, people are like, oh. She's a comedian. Like, all right, well, be funny. Better be funny, <laughs> right. you know. Right. But also, people take an interest in <laughs> you and they want to know about you. So it's like a yeah. nice little thing. Anyway, it was so much fun. I met really wonderful people, like um, all kinds of art historians, and it was just a really interesting wow. crew of folk. It's run by these um, an American couple, Braden Perkins and Laura Adrian. So I had befriended them a bit, and Laura was very cute, and she was like walking around the table pouring wine. And I turned to her and I said, you know, thank you so much for doing these dinners. Because it's like really, it was in this like old mansion that I guess someone bought to renovate, but they let the yeah. couple use it during COVID, overlooking these gardens. I mean, it was, oh, wow, it was like being in a movie. It was like a Dogma 95 movie. Natural light, you know, it was gorgeous, like old plates, old forks.
2: Real, real Babette's feast.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I always <laughs> said Babette. Babbitt. Babbitt. <laughs> it's a real It's a real uh run, Babbitt, run. Little, Who's a, go <laughs> on, what? No. so long is it Ashley Babbitt? Isn't there like a famous Babbitt actor? I don't know. I have real hairy styles. Ashley here. Babbitt,
2: she's the one Who is that? that, that a murderer? Like murderer? Cut cut the cut the penis off.
0: No, that's john Ashley Babbitt. Yeah, no. Edit this whole thing out, guys. That's that's totally wrong. John Wayne. Anyway, edit this out. John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. That's who had his penis cut off. (laughs) (laughs) It's good I didn't wear mascara because I'm rubbing my eyes, literally. I'm pushing my eyes so far back in the socket that I'm seeing the Orion logo. (laughs) Just like a white circle. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So she's walking around and I'm like, oh, thank you. You know what? I'm so polite, especially because I'm alone. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. You know, I'm being so classy, you know, and I go, I just want to say thank you so much for doing these dinners. And she went, oh, my God. She went, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a, you know, comedian. Um, I have like a radio show. She went, wait a minute. Costco fish story. (laughs) <laughs> she goes, Costco fish story. I go, what? I I, I was like confused. It was like, what? Lorena Bobbit. Thank you. It was Lorena. We're both two idiots is the problem. I'm literally fried. I have had so much wine. I'm not drinking all week. Wait. She goes, Costco fish story. I said, yeah, that's me. She goes, I listened to your podcast while gardening. She got really nervous. She oh was like God. a little, it was really funny watching it happen. She was like, and I'm like, this is the smallest fucking <laughs> world like what are the odds you know what i mean that i mean like so listen incredible. people listen to this but it's not like you know uh what's his name john lovett that's who cut his husband's penis off <laughs> that's who cut his husband's penis off no but you know what i mean we're not like uh mark Marin or something or joe rogan you know what i mean <laughs> So that really made me feel nice. And then she got like very nervous and she goes, oh, my God. And she told me that one time, I hope she's not mad at me for sharing this, but we're friends now. um, Beyonce and Jay came to the restaurant and they had like their own room. And then she got so nervous meeting Beyonce that she spilled water on her. Oh, no. I know. I was like, Uh, no. I know. And that she was so. I would do that, yeah. Of course. I don't think I could be in the same room as them. I don't know if I could communicate with them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I would. Yeah, I would. I would hire like the most athletic waiter that had the perfect balance just for that to do it because I I wouldn't be able to do it.
0: I would have to hire someone independently like um, jury selection. You know, when they found people who like (laughs) had never heard of OJ. I feel like, do you know who Beyonce is? Beyonce what? (laughs) I do not know. I don't have a television. I do not listen to TV or radio. I don't know. And then have him, like, be a real dick to them yeah. would be the funniest. I bet they would love that. That's like a fetish for Beyonce. Like, a French reader being a total asshole to them. I'd be like, oh, my God, it's so authentic. <laughs> like It's like a haunted mansion, how they're so mean, you know? I'd want them to be, like, big-time assholes, wouldn't you?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. It's like that Chicago... Do you know that Chicago hot dog place where they're, like, just super insulting to you? And that's their yes. shtick?
0: You <laughs> like- that I wouldn't like. Just do that. I wouldn't want to buy a hot dog and have a guy be like, hey, Man Bones, get over here. We got a chili dog ready with your name on it. Man Bones. I'm like, what? <laughs> don't call me Man Bones. It's like, hey, Man Bones, you want extra Coke? Let me guess. Why is it like Brooklyn now? You want some extra Coke, Man Bones? I don't know anymore. All right. Get that big guy out of here. We got a line you sure you only ordered one hot dog because I saw you turn around before I'm pretty sure you meant two so. I'm pretty sure you so meant two so. <laughs> I would die I could never I would be good at this if the uh, challenge is talking behind someone's back I would be great okay. I'd be like, um, yeah it's ready can you give me one second and be like did you literally see that lady <laughs> oh my god anyway oh my God, I could insult myself. This is a new character. This is like, <laughs> I feel like this is like therapy work where it's like, pretend you're a Chicago hot dog salesman and you see you for the first time. <laughs> what would he say? <laughs> like start to cry. <laughs> oh my God. I'm literally dying laughing from that. Anyway, um, I, and it's funny because I did have some French people act quite rude toward me, but for the most part, everybody really? was nice. Yeah, yeah. I um. I had dinner with a gentleman there who was uh, something I noticed. I will just say, and he was fine, but something I will say, they're not, um, not a funny people. <laughs> <laughs> they're not funny. Like they just don't, they're, I mean, they're not funny at all. The ones that I know are funny, but are they yeah, I know what queer? You mean. Not to be like that, but are they queer French? Yeah. Right. So that's, so. <laughs> I'm saying like average like I feel like queer people get a pass, you know, not to say okay. not to stereotype. If it's a positive stereotype, I don't think it's a bad thing to say, but You know what I mean? Like the struggle and everything. I'm like, no, no, no. You know, and I'm sure sure, like bullied French children are funny. If I would have met like a French guy who was bullied as a child by the Chicago hot dog people. Hey, rat nose, rat nose. I got it. I got a freaking uh, sauerkraut dog for rat (laughs) nose. stupid (laughs) anyway no but you know what i mean like and they laugh but they're like quite it's mean i can't explain it because you know my Mm. theory about germans that german children never laugh i did see some um (laughs) i've never seen a german child laugh in my life french children were fun loving my hotel which was bad um Oh, my God, I really fucked up my hotel. That was the other problem is that this very chic couple who I'm friends with, they dropped me off. And I hope they don't mind me saying this because it just adds it just colors the story. They dropped me off in their beautiful Tesla. Okay, like they everything is like (laughs) stunning. Like there's not one thing they have that's not the best, you know. And then they were like, where are you staying? And I was like, um, (laughs) I like I didn't know Paris. So when I picked it, it had great reviews. I searched by star rating and guest reviews. And mm-hmm. this was one of the top ones that came up. And I was like, all right, price was, uh, now I know why, but the price was, you know, it was not cheap, cheap, okay. but it wasn't expensive. So I was like, great. Right. It was right next to the red light district. So literally as they were driving me in their <laughs> Tesla, we were like looking, it was like all sex shops. And then in huge neon letters, there was a place called Pussies. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you can hang a left by Pussies. That's where my place is. Thank you. Anyway, so if you're looking to go to pussies, I've got the perfect place. A lot of pa, 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 sounds. Um, and that's at Pa, Says and Paris. It was a wonderful weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm off wine this week until the weekend. Giving myself five days. I don't want to drink anymore. I'm like, I'm, I'm run down, babe. That's it. I don't know. I, I see it. I see it in my face. I think one thing about this trip for me, I do think it has aged me. I do. I can't explain it. Lack of sleep, maybe not being in my own bed for so long. I mean, I have my zoom. Maybe. Filter on. I mean maybe. <gasps> oh, you do? Oh. <laughs> oh my Wait. God, Dan. No, I thought you looked great. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the filter off. Now I'm really pissed, just so you know. Wait Wait, it's... you had the
2: filter on the whole time?
0: Yep, I have it always on. Look at that. Right. That's no filter. Paul well, Look at the eye bags. You look
2: Great. You look <laughs> Look at that. I mean, I have such high bugs. Look at that. No, no, I I, I see it, but like, you look great. Look at that like uh, bone
0: structure. I'm going to really crank it up to the top now. See, that's, look, that's full filter. Why don't you always do full? Who am I fooling? Why am I only doing like halfway? Just fucking do the whole thing. Wow, but look, it really helps. Look at that. I thought your Wi
2: Fi was bad
0: you know what i can't do it. Like- anymore you know what i'm sorry uh-uh. i'm no i'm not gonna it's be like subjected. A P. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new uh, segment called five pixels a mish and it's just figure out what's her nose where, where where's her eye um 240 yeah i'm actually doing this zoom on uh, an old star why am i talking like dennis miller when did that start? <laughs> did that start a, Yeah, filming the show on an old start back. I'm going into my Chicago mode now. Uh, anyway, okay, so that was Paris. It was nice. And I'm I'm here a couple more weeks. I'll be sad to leave. I'll be honest with you. I, I'm enjoying it. But I have a, I, my fear is that I'm going to go back. And obviously, I'll update you listeners once I'm back. But then I'm going to go back to my apartment. And it's just going to be like, well, you're back. You know that feeling? Uh, like, all right. Yeah. Mm.
2: I don't know. I think it's going to be great because you're going to be here uh, just as the seasons are turning. True. So it's like fall renewal back to school. Yeah. Know. Let's take a class. You, you know? seem
0: in an old Navy ad being like, check out my kicks." <laughs> During the Roger Little Rabbit. Old Navy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Anyway, um, Dan, what else is happening? I feel like that's like pretty much the headline is that I just drank like bottles of wine in Paris. Got into a fight <laughs> at Zara. I, oh, God. Oh, what was that? Uh, I don't really feel like talking about it. It's kind of like, okay. it's the, it's, I would say this summer, I didn't intend to Karen or do anything like that. I'll say what happened. <laughs> I made the mistake of buying earrings at Zara, not realizing that each of them weighs about 14 and a half pounds. They're just heavy, heavy, shitty earrings. And they were like, whatever, 15 bucks. But I got home. I didn't even try them on. I just looked at them and was like, these are so fucking ugly. Like, what? I just was like what was I doing so I took the receipt it was like the next day went back to yeah. return them you know the Zara line is like um, 127 hours there's like my joke is there's skeletons of people who didn't make it to the end as they're going through it there's like you know bones of a little orthodox Jewish lady and then there's like the bones of a French bitch like all kinds of shit so I'm online for like probably 25 minutes in the in a boiling Han Zara Get to the front. Two French girls working there. And I'm like, you know, so nice. I'm like, receipt, earrings. And they go, no, we do not uh, accept earrings. We don't return it. So I was like, pardon? They go, we don't, we don't return earrings. I'm like, does it say anywhere in the receipt? You know, I'm like now Erica Girardi in court. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Because as an attorney, I'd like to see where on the receipt it says, you know. Because normally if something is final sale, I'm sorry. I have a final sale shit. I've certainly yeah. bought things on final yeah, sale. Sure tell me the shit is final sale are all earrings just not maybe that's like a universal thing i didn't know
2: yeah have you returned earrings before i, I guess
0: there's like i don't know i, I don't, don't know. really buy that many earrings <laughs> yeah you can return earrings. <laughs> i have at nordstrom rack for sure i've returned earrings and nordstrom yeah i mean you run them under some alcohol or something they're fine right but also she was like because of covid we do not accept i'm like uh okay know. do oh. we transfer this by lobes like i'm sorry yeah <laughs> By lobes. I've got it. Thank you. Um, And here I thought I wasn't going to be funny today. Look at me. I am a comedian after all. This feels great. Funny after all. (laughs) The Michelle Collins story. Um, Anyway, so I um, but there was a manager who looked kind of like a shorter, less talented Freddie Mercury is where my energies are leading me. Kind of like black. You probably would have found him cute. Like black Caesar cut, white t-shirt, like tucked into black pants, but very like a real, whatever, dick. (laughs) And he had been there like two minutes before helping on it. Everyone always has a problem there. So that's why the line is so long. So he had like walked away, but he'd only walked away like maybe five feet. Now I have my mask on and I will say it is hard to be charming with that mask on. Like there are certain signals of you can't see someone's mouth. You don't know if they're, and by the way, I will say Paris, everybody wore their masks except for the people who worked at the Zara. Everyone wore their masks. <laughs> it was the most COVID friendly city, meaning safe city, uh, I had been to on the yeah. metro. You have to prove you're vaccinated to eat meals at places or go mm-hmm. anywhere. I felt safe. I have to take my test tomorrow. Knock on wood, it's negative, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. If I got it, it's from this guy. So I see him and I give him, I'm going to do what I did. It's a visual. We're on Zoom. Okay. And maybe I'm going to look at myself doing this to see how this could have possibly been perceived as rude. Because I really, Dan's already laughing. Yeah. You know, it's a very unfair thing. <laughs> should, I take, should I take the filter off? I don't want to like, you know, uh, sway you either way. I'm so I saw him, seize your hair out. I'm going to look at you. And I smiled <laughs> while I did it. And it, it was, yeah. In a friendly manner, he looked at me and I yeah. went like that. I waved him over. I did that. Uh, okay. But mm. to me, ooh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, come here, come here. Not like this. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Listener. <laughs> No, 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 no. I will not be, I will not have my name smeared on my podcast that is listened to by French chefs who serve Beyonce and Jay. Absolutely not. <laughs> not, I didn't do the finger wave over. Like, okay. so Dan is holding right. his palm out and like flicking his fingers. No, no, no. <laughs> I, from the wrist, w- did a full circle, like a wave, like, come over. And it was in a friendly, like, if I saw you over there, I'd be like, Come here.
3: I did oh, yeah. it friendly.
0: I Listen, my intention was friendly. I was not, especially because I needed something from him. I wasn't well, out right, to get right, into a right. fight. I wanted my 15 fucking dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's hard. I Trust me that my intention was friendly, but I guess of this course. piece of fucking shit who I'm sure, listen. He there, listens. There is, I'll tell you this. I'm trying to think of a job I would want less than being the manager of Azara. I don't think there is one. <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you, I know what it is. Lingerie department in Macy's is my body. We're talking retail jobs. Right. That Because there is so much clipping with those hangers. I always break those hangers. I'm too strong. Hey, man bones. Oh, yeah. Man bones. Stop snapping the friggin' hangers, man bones. You gotta, you gotta, you Fred, spin. Fred,
2: you're like Fred Gwen, Gwen just like crumbling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put these back. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Sorry. he was still living. I wish Fred Gr- Gwynn. I'm Fred Gwynn. I wish Fred Gwynn. You can call me Fred Gwynn. I wish so badly that Fred Gwynn was alive because um, I would absolutely write a movie where he got a job at Macy's working in the lingerie department. There's nothing funnier than him handling like jockey briefs and those little hangies and those little clippy poos so anyway I just went over and then he like wouldn't come over so I walked over to him and I was like yeah. hi I'm just so sorry you know and he goes and he clearly spoke English everybody speaks English there you don't get a job sure. it was like in a high right. tourist you know area police and he was yeah, like in French he was like I don't speak English like he wouldn't he was just shutting uh, himself down brother. and I definitely said this is why people hate the French <laughs> no you didn't 100% <laughs> come on 100% I did because I knew he'd understand me <laughs> But then the thing was, I was really wild. I said, this is why, I said, you're why people hate the French. I get it. I did say that. (laughs) Uh, Fuck that guy. Honestly, fuck him. And it wasn't about the earrings. Whatever. I still have them. Okay. I'll wear them out of spite. But fuck that guy. You're in a fucking customer service fucking job. You know? (laughs) Just don't, just be nice. And I was being nice. I really was. He could have turned me away. He could have turned me away and just been like, I'm really mm-hmm. sorry. We j- it's our policy. And by the way, I right, sent a tweet right. out being like, oh, you know, I, I, I said something funny. I didn't like Kirsten. I was just like, you know, Zara. And someone was like, oh, they never they never take earrings back. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Now <laughs> I know. But they should put it by the jewelry, all earrings, final sale. Otherwise, you are tricking your customers. If it doesn't say it on okay. the receipt, I'm sorry. That's bullshit. So all right, then, all right. let me tell you what happened so then I walk out of the store you're gonna hate this and the alarm goes off okay <laughs> and, I was, <laughs> wait, and I was like oh and I'm already like riled because after of course after I said that to him I like immediately whipped around to leave because I was like get right, out while you can you know yeah. I mean I was pissed yeah. so I mean he was just being so disrespectful that was the thing it was just so fucking rude it was rude so I'm yeah. like you'll be rude I'll be rude I'm the oh. customer fuck you you know I'm for sure going to get filmed and canceled one day. There is no question. (laughs) Uh, I know. I wait. I'm like, maybe today's the day. Um, But anyway, I walked out and the thing started going off. And I'm like, of course, of course, walking in, it didn't. I didn't steal anything, obviously. You know what I mean? It was the earrings, whatever. So um, and the guard went, madame, madame. And I I left. I'm like, I'm not going to wait here. Fuck this. I walked out. Fuck them yes i'm certainly not going to go back and also i didn't have i like i think at that point i was just like flustered i was boiling hot i had yeah, been waiting yeah, there like yeah. a half an hour oh fuck that store right, so i said right. i turned around and the guard who i'm sure was nice you know i'm always nice to the guards not because uh-huh. i steal i i'll <laughs> tell you this listener just in case you think that i'm some kind of pig if this is the first time you're listening to the show let me say this i always say hello and goodbye to the guards i'm like george costanza you know when he got the guarded chair like that's me
4: Yep, like I have sympathy for
0: these guys and women who um have to stand there all day, you know, and just like when people when the person doesn't take the sensor off. I mean, it's just it's gotta be right. the most boring fucking job. I, I feel for them. Right. And it's funny because when the alarm went off, I thought, Oh, finally this guy's getting some action because now he <laughs> you know, well he waits all day for the shit to ring so he can like Right, right, right. You know. And so I I kept walking and went, Madame, madame and I went, I pay for these. Like I was being so annoying. <laughs> I actually am horrible. I know that I'm horrible. If I am self aware enough to know that. That's fine, right? And I said, "Call the police." I go, "Call the police on me." I'm, I'm not staying. Call the police. That's what I said, when I left. And that was it. And that was my that was my one fight in Paris. And honestly, I then I realized, so I I was walking away, and I was like really, I was like angry. Like I was like, and it wasn't about the money. Yeah. Obviously, it was just about the way he treated me. Like it really got to me. You know, how and much how much were the earrings? Like fifteen dollars. 15 bucks. No, it wasn't. Oh my God. If there were more, I would have actually been fucking fuming. But it wasn't, it was just like that. I waited and like obviously didn't yeah, know yeah, the policy. Yeah. The whole thing felt like shit. So then I was walking and I was like, I am unwell. Like, I have to eat. I, I was like probably a little hungover. I hadn't eaten. I was like, I have to sit down and have some food because I'm yeah. like shaking at this point. And I sat at this busy cafe and I had this is how I know that there is something greater than just us. Because I ordered something. <laughs> this is whiplash. That's oh. like a Catholic, like blame is. And he went, "But remember this, my brother. <laughs> Seeing this, some higher plan." I sat and I ordered something I never order because I usually hate them. I got an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs>
0: I just hate. I find omelets way too dry. Always, I love eggs, hate omelets. And I got yeah. an omelet that Dan. It was the most fucking delicious in my whole life. I've never had such a good omelet like I had after my Zara fight. It was moist. It had dry (sighs) Mm. ham inside, but it had like butter on it. And they put Uh, the most perfectly cooked mushrooms on top. They were not chewy. They just had that earthiness with mm. an arugula salad and a coffee. And I have to tell you something. It totally realigned my chakras, that omelet.
2: Oh, that's perfect. You just needed that protein. Well, like um, omelets in New York suck, like. Yeah. But you're right to get like an omelet in Paris because that can be really
0: good. But otherwise, it's like it was dried up. It was wet. It was buttery. <laughs> and it was perfect. It was really, really good. So that was, uh, yeah, yeah. that's a great story to repeat from Paris. You know, <laughs> what's funny is that when it happened and I was really like I was like my heart was palpitating. Like when the thing went off, I was like, oh, my God, yeah. get me out of here. Yeah. I was like losing it. And I thought I'll never tell this story because it makes me look so bad. Well, here I am well, go on Michelle you know
2: what I say K Zara Zara
0: Dan I'm gonna kill ya when I get back to New York K <laughs> Zara, zara the stupidest piece of shit and god I love him more than anyone else that is very funny you throw clear I love you so much Oh my! like if you're not hiring Dan you can be surrounded by puns like that all day like this is a brilliant guy he's a hard worker he's always on the right side of history i always say that about you people go what's dan like i go dan one thing about dan he's always on the right side of history that's what i say that is true it is true oh my god um (laughs) anything else yeah i want to know when when i I want to know when that came up (laughs) that (laughs) <laughs> it's like you it's like dan constantly yeah dan you, no, you have a me. lot of yeah. people are crushing on you dan you should know that oh. yeah mm. you have a lot of you have a lot of like boyfriends honestly <laughs> hmm. Huh. Hmm. well all right. uh huh. i appreciate it. Well, anyway all. shout out to them um <laughs> i think we should call it i think i'll let you go you can follow if you want to hire dan either dm me on instagram at mish call m-i-c-h-c-o-l-l if you want it to be like if you want the scoop I'll have my right side of history form letter ready to paste. or You you can 10%. I I wouldn't ever take a percent from you. You know that. Oh, okay. I never would. (laughs) Uh, 15. No, I'm kidding. I love you so much. Hire Dan. Or um, follow Dan at Dan underscore Acton. If you have a crush on Dan, you can talk to him. He loves that. Uh, (laughs) All right. Shall we, Dan? Listen, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thanks. You too. Thanks. Great to see you. And let's welcome our guest let me say this about my guest today i have been in london all summer i uh i do a lot but usually i'm at home you know certain hours of the day i started watching the show i became addicted to it and addicted to it's host. And I reached out to her on Instagram, which is something I would like to say I never do, but that is a lie. I do do that to people, Verona. I'm not (laughs) going to lie. I do do that. But I really was, I just found you so funny. And I said, I have to interview this girl on the podcast because she's brilliant. You're so great on it. The show is called Secret Crush. I think every American should legally download it. And its host joins us today. She's looking gorgeous. Uh, You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at the Verona Rose And she's here with us now. Verona Rose, a treat. How are you?
5: Thank you for having me. I'm very well and even better for seeing you. And thank you for saying I look great. You look wonderful.
0: Well, I was telling you, the makeup was for the horse and then the hair. English water is very bad for me, though. It dries. That's why people look old here. It's a very drying water.
5: It's not good. I'll tell you what. I don't drink the tap water because it burns your belly. (gasps) I think it's like acid rain. (laughs) You know, that could actually explain yeah. it because I was
0: having some, I mean, again, we met, what, two minutes ago? I was having yes. some like issues with the stomach. I bought like apple cider vinegar gummies, but maybe it's because of the water. I didn't think about
5: it. I think it might. Are you drinking tap water?
0: Rarely. Like barely. I'm, I'm a piece of shit. I, I like ruin the environment. I, I buy like Look, I have here. Okay. I mean, yeah, tap water. Whatever. Oh,
5: mine. I'm exactly. Oh, Evian. Avion. Yeah, exactly yeah. the
0: same. Avion is so All cheap in England. You know, in America, this is a luxury. Avion is like really? fancy. And here it's, what, a buck a bottle? It's like dirt cheap. Um, tell very me, good. It's the best. Tell me, first of all, um, your secrets. No, can you imagine? Tell me about yourself. Tell people who don't know about you. Because I'll be honest, you know, I don't think America has met you yet. And I know that that's going to change. No. But tell everyone, who are you, Verona Rose? You're so funny and so talented.
5: You're too kind. So mm. I am Verona Rose. Um, I am... I won't say how old I am, but I do a bit of comedy, um, I write, I act, and I fell into comedy actually more because I wasn't really booking that much work because I've got massive cheeseburgers at the front of me. Big breasts, um, I'm big I've breasted got, as yeah, well, big, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I wasn't getting any work because of that, so I was like, do you know what, I need to try something new. Got massive, massive breasts, massive gap, let's try something else comedy and it's in you know it, it started to work so I'm really really um grateful very happy about that um fun fact about me mm. um I don't like my belly button being touched so it's wow. really difficult to clean it oh
0: wait a second I, I there, you're touching on so many things that I have opinions on first of all big breasts and working because I'm not a good actress uh people say that's not true and then I go no no I I would get in trouble at auditions when I lived in LA which was not a great time in my life where I would be so funny with everyone in the room and then I'd read the lines and then I'd say you know what don't hire me i had the best time don't hire me but this was so fun and my agent my agent called me to be like um you have to stop telling them not to hire you because they're not (laughs) going to do it and i said well i want to like beat them to it it's like a preemptive breakup like when you know a relationship is ending and you go look it's not working because you know it's coming yeah so that's basically what i would do but comedy is i would say I have some opinions on this. I think the comedy scene in America is a bit more discerning physically than it is. First of all, you're gorgeous. I'm not saying this about anyone on this podcast, but in America, you still kind of have to be hot to become a very successful comedian. And what I've noticed here in England is, which I love, is that comedy is the thing that comes first. Looks are second.
5: Okay. Well, yes, I I agree. Um, to an extent definitely um mm. back in the day i was i looked all right like i mean i, I looked you still do okay now, obviously I, <laughs> I still yeah but i looked i was you know back in the day i yeah. was like okay i was i was all right and um yeah i just didn't book any work and i, I think part of it has to do with um maybe uh people thinking that i don't know you're going to be a diva or you're gonna mm. um have have some kind of um personality traits that they don't Um, want you know or they don't want to work with somebody with those kind of traits so um, yeah the comedy has definitely come easier for me but soon when the opportunity comes I will you know try and do some some actually I have that just finished filming something um, that's not comedy as well but um, yes soon I hopefully get to do some more that as well you know
0: I mean there's no question about it I mean it fascinates me I I want to ask you I have a lot of theories about funny women in England versus funny women in America, because as someone who's now, you know, grew up in America and lived in New York and L.A. Um, and I don't know, have you visited? Have you ever performed in the
5: States? Never. Really? Never. And I mean, I would poop my pants, but I would absolutely love to. I've got a lot of um jokes about race, you see, because I grew up in... Um, In Hampshire. So I went to school where I was the only black person in my school. So I've got some really, really funny things about race. And um, some people here, I don't think they're ready for it. Yeah, You know, I think some, you know, some of the racist experiences I had, they're funny. They are funny. But I think maybe in the States, it would maybe go down a bit better.
0: Maybe I would think so. I mean, I think about Chris Rock, who basically made his career with his first HBO stand up special that was almost all about race. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with it, but uh, one of the funniest, I think, hours of comedy maybe ever uh, just hysterically funny. It's funny because now as a white person thinking about some of the things he said, I like want to crawl into a hole because, you know, where yeah. everyone is. So we're like on eggshells about uh, understandably and rightfully so about everything. But um, I yeah. believe that America is certainly, I almost think America was readier for it 20 years ago, if that makes any sense. Because now everyone yes. is like so hypersensitive. But I think because it's your experience, of course they're ready.
5: I'm just, do you know what? I I feel like those are the jokes here that, you know, I've done a couple of di- different crowds and mm-hmm. those are the ones that um, people are like, uh mm. Is it okay to laugh? I'm like, yes, it's funny, you know? <laughs> it's funny. Isn't that annoying?
0: Laugh. Isn't that so annoying, yeah. though? It's like, yeah, fucking laugh. That's the point. So my my thing is not only that I have a huge skeleton and I'm, like, quite a tall woman, but I'm also Jewish. So, like, I used to make Holocaust jokes. I mean, I'm talking, you know... 15 years ago when I was doing stand-up, I would make those jokes there. I'd call it a Holocaust, you know, when people laughed, whatever. I'm like, but my grandparents survived it. Like, can I not yeah. joke about a thing that like genuinely my own family survived and lived through and many of who didn't? Yes. At that yeah. point, it's like, I'm sorry if that makes you feel uncomfortable because you've had negative thoughts or you've, you still are weird about it because of your own yeah. shit, but I'm okay with it because... I'm yeah. here to talk about it. so I almost feel like people's sensitivities when it comes to your own stories shouldn't be taken into consideration.
5: Yeah no, do you know what? I hundred percent agree with yeah. you and I think that that um, makes me think about when people say when um say for example, somebody says something and and my um maybe um not black friends would say, like does that not offend you like you should be annoyed by that and i'm like but i'm not so it's cool <laughs> do you know what i mean it's yeah protective fine. yes yeah. it's almost like wait why are you you know there's
0: again there's this like line you where it's like wait why are you offended by that like are you a little fucked up you know what i mean if they get too offended like yeah. okay check yourself yeah, for a second yeah, no, for, yeah, yeah. for real um Talking about big tits, what was I gonna say? Where do you buy your bras? Because I have some suggestions. My bras. Yeah. Is that too personal? Oh,
5: please, mm. please, please, please. So actually, um, for years I've I've been in the wrong bra size. <gasps> like and recently, so since doing Secret Crush, I got contacted by Curvy Kate. Okay. Have you heard of her? I have. Okay, she, her bras are great. So she contacted me. She was like, look, can we do a um a um a video call and I'll fit you? And I was like, Oh, this is a bit sexy. Yeah. Like <laughs> what? So she was like, yeah. I saw the footage. Like, you okay. looked gorge. Can you imagine? She with releases science. it. I would be oh, paranoid. Oh my god, could you <laughs> imagine? Well, oh my goodness. But yeah, so I I done this with her mm-hmm. um and I didn't realise it was I was gonna be down to my bra. So it was re- quite it was it was very interesting yeah so basically i you know i sat at my my ring light i um i'm yeah sat at my ring light. had the camera in front of me and she was on the the on the other end and um i was just there in my bra and oh my i, I felt like i felt like it was like a sexual moment but it wasn't it was very just normal but yes <laughs> i get them from curvy kate now because she fitted me like about three sizes bigger than i was wearing. no you're kidding
0: because normally they actually say that women are wearing bras that are um too big
5: that's interesting. Yes, yeah, so they were too small, but the backs were massive. So, so the back was a lot bigger than See? what I am. Yes, but the cup was smaller. So I was wearing a bigger back, smaller cup.
0: Did she do the thing where she made you bend over and have them hang? and then measure them down it really it's one of the most um dehumanizing events in women's history is getting measured for a bra and i've actually done it in person (laughs) it is something that will make you feel like they're going to put the suction things up and just have the shit come out like there's no um
5: (laughs) there's no elegance to it true yeah not at all yeah and that actually that moment when she done that i was like is she having me on is she doing this because she wants to see how low they go That's right. I just wasn't sure. To see how low they go. And I'm sure you watch
0: Naked Attraction here. Maybe you don't
5: i've seen it but i've seen it like um i've seen it but i don't like regularly watch it but i have seen it see i always thought that i had big breasts
0: it's a show it's a dating show where people get naked and then they choose but it's always people who are like at burning man like it's never normal people obviously because who the hell is going to get naked (laughs) it's always people who have like dick tattoos i'm like okay well these are maniacs you know obviously but (laughs) but that show has made me really appreciate my breasts because you see so many women like mine are quite symmetrical not to brag but you know, you just see people who have like a lot happening, and you're like, okay, you know, it, we're we're blessed, I think. What does a lot happen in me? Like, you see a lot of women who have bad implants on that show, and actually that to me is oh, probably really? the worst of it all because, and I'm not body shaming anyone, even though I actually literally am, but that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm like, look, I'm not doing this thing that I'm actually doing.
5: But they that just be able to, yeah. you
0: can see it, you know, they come out and it's just like two. There's no softness. There's It's angular. You know, it doesn't look round at all. Yeah. And I'm just like, thank yeah. God. I mean, mine are big, but they're natural. And yeah, it is what it is. I got measured for a bra by a very small woman on the Upper West Side of New York who had to be like 80 years old. And they went in for it. Like, you're lucky that you did it via um, Skype or whatever. Because she physically cupped them and then pushed hey. them. Yes. And I unconsensual i was like okay we're doing it and uh i ended up buying like a hundred dollar bra that i hated so much it was just such a bad no. it was the worst bra you know the ones that cut into you under where you have lines here at the end of the day
5: oh, no, killing me so
0: I'm, I'm scarred but that's good to know that didn't you look got it <laughs> no it looked it didn't have oh, any stretch feet. it just looked like shit I, the bra situation is um i don't know everything i have big feet i have big a big ass, big breasts. It's like, what?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a big bum. No, you don't. I've been trying. The squats are not working. No, no, no. You don't
0: wish. Everyone thinks they want what they don't have. I'm telling you, I put jeans on and you hear them breaking in half like the Titanic splitting in two. You don't want a big ass. <laughs> just take it from me.
5: Okay. Yes. Let me, do you know what? Let me not wish it. Let me not wish what I don't have. I'm grateful. You Thank you be. for the big breasts. They'll just, yeah.
0: Oh, wait, let's talk about your upbringing, though, because I. What I know about you, I Googled you, I read up on you a little bit. Obviously, I watch you, I mean, not literally every day. You're my Alex Trebek. I don't even know if you know who that is, Jeopardy host. He's dead, but you're here, and so that's great. There's room for you, because <laughs> Trebek is gone. <laughs> Thank but you. Tell me about, like, your upbringing, and I did read that you were a funny kid, which I actually do love, because I have theories that funny children are meant to become professional comedians. But what was what was it like for you? Like, you felt... How did you feel?
5: Um, okay, so I am one of five. Okay. Um, I grew up in a West Indian household. So, as I say, I'm from I'm from Hampshire. My family were the only Black family for miles and miles and miles. Um, and um, it yeah, it was interesting. It's funny because when I was growing up, I had the best childhood ever. You know, I I didn't think about the colour of my friends. I didn't think about you know we just you know we would do things like camping. Um, river, river jumping, climbing trees, just the the best time ever. But when I got to 16, I decided to go to the Brit Performing Arts School, which is in London. And, um, that's when I realized how that it was well, Well, when I thought this was an issue, that I was the only black person in my school. And I didn't know any other black people apart from my family. Um, so um, I've I've kind of jumped over a lot, haven't I? But yeah, in my family, I'm like I I am the the funny. I mean, my parents are both really really funny. We're all a little bit silly. Yeah. So I'm that one that would be, but I think I was just relentless in in the in a way where um, if I w- thought I was doing something funny, like maybe a silly accent, which is normally my <laughs> African accent. <laughs> I would do it for about forty minutes until at least one person in the family <laughs> laughed, and they would be like, All right right now, that's enough," you know. And I'd just be there for, for like, I'm uh. like, I'm not stopping until until someone says this is funny because it is hilarious, you know. But that's the but, trick um,
0: to becoming a performer is because you do it. Once your family gets sick of it, they're like, "We have to put her on a stage." Like you almost know the next stop has to be in front of an audience because these people won't deal with me anymore. You know,
5: it's so true. It's so, so true. And I actually really wanted to be a singer until, because I, yeah, I had dreams of like being, you know, being on a stage and running past the crowd and slapping hands and, you know, being like, the crowd going wild. Uh I thought I was going to be a professional singer until one day I realized I couldn't sing. Oh, um, sorry. Because because I was singing around the house all the time. My parents put me into singing lessons, and my singing teacher said that I sound like I smoke fifty fags a day. I never <laughs> smoked. Have you never smoked? Never smoked. Never. No. Good.
0: You're lucky. I, I smoked yeah. and did sound like Mo from The Simpsons. And then I quit thinking, this is going to be great. I'm going to sound like Kate Winslet, like so beautiful in like <laughs> three months. And that shit never went away. I still sound like this. I'm like, I'm okay, but I it's guess it's nice. not, but you know what I mean? It's, you get it, but. Yeah. Performing art school is a bit triggering for me, Verona, personally. I bet you didn't know that when yeah. you said it. Um, yeah. I auditioned for... I'm from Miami, Florida. I don't know if you've ever been to Miami. You would love it. Have you been?
5: I haven't, oh. no. You've been to the States. One day. Have you been to America? I've been to New York. That's it. New York and New Jersey. But uh, nowhere else. Okay. We'll but t- t- one day. We'll talk about Miami that.
0: LA. You would love it there. But... um I auditioned I didn't get in we can talk I want to know what you auditioned with but before we get there why did you realize as you said earlier that your upbringing was weird when you got to like a big city school because you would one would think that it would actually be the opposite that you would get to a more diverse population and then blend even further if that makes sense
5: yeah it's weird I think it's because um Firstly, so I came, my accent was a bit different. So my accent was more like, it was more, I, I think I spoke a little bit more, a little bit like that. Yeah. Right? So I'll be like, oh, you're right, babe, do you know what I mean? Like, and that's how people wear <laughs> Love up, like my little brother and sister still speak like that, right? <laughs> that's how, <laughs> so I spoke a little bit more like that. So as soon as I got there, people would say, you sound like a white girl in a black girl's body. Like, what's going on? Yeah, so, you know, I'm 16 years old. And, like, you know, I've left this small, you know, we've got small small town um, mentality and you're in this big place and everyone's incredible. And then one of my friends, actually, from school, said to me um, one day, oh, this is after finishing. Because, you know, you you kind of drift apart from my friends, but they were still... None of them decided to go on and do any extra education or anything. They stayed in Hampshire, and I moved away and had new friends. And one of them said to me, oh, do you remember when we used to call you Black Lightning? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, your Marvel Black name. Black Lightning. That's hilarious. I, know, I wow. mean, that would be incredible. for. But I was like, what? Nobody ever called me that to my to my face. Do you know what I mean? Wow. out." <laughs> That is but, hysterical. Yeah, they let sorry. their card show. That's really funny. Yeah, It is, by Black the
0: way, it's it sounds exciting because of superheroes. But like it back then, yeah. I would be like, I don't even know what that means, really. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, what I is that?
5: I wonder if it means because I was fast or. Wow. I don't know. Black lightning. Like come like a flash in the night. Yeah.
0: That's oh my, you're writing your your um origin story as we speak. <laughs> this is yes. <that's> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say that I when you mentioned that you went to a performing arts high school, which you went at sixteen. Yeah. So was that um like a after post-high school gig or where year did you start?
5: Like so, tenth, Yeah, right? so I went at 16, so um it was year 10, maybe. I went for year twelve, oh. year twelve, and year thirteen. For acting. So I went six for um for theater, yeah.
0: Theater. Do you remember what you auditioned with and what The feeling was for you auditioning, because for me, auditioning is, I mean, it makes my blood run cold. I can't, I hate it so much, and I'm bad at it. Um, But what, like, how did you pick your, did you do a monologue? What did you do?
5: Do you know what? I don't remember if I'd done a monologue. I don't think I did. I know that so i was about to go to do the um, national students drama festival with my um, youth theater that i was a part of and i and i like last minute i was like do you know what i'm just going to apply for brit school you know i won't, won't get in <laughs> and i <laughs> i'm just going to do it so literally the day the, the next day i was you know i was packed to go to scarborough to go and do this national students drama festival but I had, I had to write a story, like a write a script, I think it was. So all I remember doing is writing this script, sending that, and mm-hmm. then them, them writing a letter back saying, oh, I would like to invite you for, a, for an audition. Now, my mum, bless her, bought me like one massive purple suit that was just <laughs> too big for me. So I went for the audition in a purple suit oh and was God. rolling around on the floor pretending to be a tree. Um, How'd that yeah, go? Yes, so I remember being... In, i mean it worked it, i mean it worked yeah it worked but i think i think they be felt sorry for me because i was i was there in a suit and everyone else was in their, you know black black um black like turtlenecks black-
0: you find your application I- and they they they're like we love her we'll call her purple lightning you're like not again Pur- absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> no 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 i auditioned for nyu Tisch school of acting i was 16 years old i looked 45 and they said dress neutral and it's funny <laughs> I knew I I knew I knew sensed a connection between us because when I auditioned and this was to go to college um, dress neutral to me was a navy blue palazzo pant silk <laughs> suit that I wore with embroidery oh, going brilliant. like a little Hungarian doll oh, up man. and down the sleeves and I looked like Maria Callas, hair slicked in a ponytail don't even ask and I get there and oh, everyone is brilliant. like gap ad white t-shirt jeans sneakers like so like cute and hip and great and I fucked that audition up so bad, and I got flat rejected oh. from NYU. And yeah, I'm bitter about it. Still, Verona, and I work. And you know, know you, what I mean? You New York University. Yes. Is that no? New
5: York? No, you got America it. Up? You got it. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So I felt. What was their loss? Their loss for. Sure. Uh,
0: I just break down in tears. What if there was an awkward moment for three minutes where I'm just softly crying and you have to be like, it's fine. We've never met before. You have to be like, no, 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 it's fine. (laughs) You're okay. (laughs) Um, lucky for you i never cry so it won't happen but um yeah it's funny how you look back on those rejections and i'm 40 years old you know and i'll say my age because i wasn't smart enough you
5: look wonderful thank you you look so good that's nice you know what i don't know why i'm not because you said your age i don't know why i'm not saying my age i've always said my age and it's only recently because i think it's that thing of like i actually don't really care like But I think it's the thing of um, people being like, oh, I told someone my age recently on set and they were like being really nice. Like, oh, baby, you should do this. You should try this, you should try that. And when I said my age, they were like, oh, I thought you were younger. So I, (laughs) now that's made me think, oh gosh, like I know they're like expecting more of me because I'm, you know?
0: I get it. One of my greatest regrets is not having lied about my age when I was young bitches who are smart when they're 20, say they're 18, 17, when they're 23 and they're starting, they say they're 20. They never show their driver's license. They keep it close to the chest. And then there are women who have been genuinely working since the great Gatsby was written, who are still younger than me. And I'm like, I know this bitch is not 39 years old. I will not say anyone's names. They're nice enough people, but there is just no way. There is no way that they're 39. And I'm like listen I I didn't lie about my age. I also love having people surprised like being like you're 40 like they get very surprised. You look good. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I do a little botox but that's it. That's like the one thing I do. Um and also I'm a a stunted child. I have arrested development. So I think when the brain stays young, the body follows. That's my theory. What do we think? Yeah.
5: Yeah I, I 100% agree. Mm. I think I know it's creatives. I've got a friend that's like 65 and he like outdances me. He's like wow. a big child and I love it and I want to be like that, you know, when I yes. get to as long as as long as my breasts don't pre- prevent me from, you know, dancing and stuff, like yeah. my, knee, my knees will be kicking them and stuff. <laughs> I just I just really want to I really want to be like that a fun
0: yeah I, well it's i mean that's just gonna happen because that's you that's like who you are you know yeah. so yeah um i've been having horrible hip pain i don't want to talk about my hips let me ask you this verona rose host of secret crush the most addictive reality show here in england yeah, um
5: thanks for watching so
0: we talked and we're gonna get to that show because i have a lot of questions but talk to me about your personal life like are you You know, I'm here. I've been in London all summer, got here in June. I was also here last winter. I'm basically trying to make a life for myself slowly, but surely in town. But I've gone. Thank you. I love I just love your town. I really do. It has everything.
5: Yeah, it does. It really does. Yeah,
0: and it's clean. Yeah. No rats, no roaches. And that's, for me, like, unheard of.
5: Oh, there are rats. There's rats. Are there? It depends where you stay in. Oh, they're definitely a rat, yeah. Like by the wharf or no where? No roaches. Well, like the other day I went skating at the park and there was a rat that just ran across the um, a basketball court. That's cute. But in London, yeah, look, mainly in London, that's where the rats are. Apparently, you're never more than six feet away from a rat in London.
0: Well, Judging by the amount of dates I've been on, that's true. I can actually guarantee. <laughs> that's also good to describe like the past three months. Um, are you single? Like, what's? May I ask what your uh, status is?
5: I'm in a relationship. Uh, lucky. In a relationship for fourteen years. <gasps> Verona for my sins. I tell wow. you for my sins. Oh, that I'm yeah. I'm so impressed. How did you, you guys meet? So, oh, so he was my brother's best friend.
0: I already love it so much. I just threw my clip across the room. No, go I just, on.
5: <laughs> just, just, just used to take all my brother's best friends, basically. Um, yeah, he was my brother's friend. He was a bit of a naughty boy, and oh um, at the time, he's not anymore. He's not anymore, which is great. He's, um, he's a professor, which is, is he? um, well, actually working, working to, towards towards a professor. Yeah, I'm saying he's a professor now because I call him professor. Professor in the bedroom. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> does he have a chalkboard I don't. in there?
0: You don't. I don't. What is he uh, working yeah. towards teaching?
5: So um, he does social sciences. Now, oh. this is a trick question that you've asked me because I should know, but normally it just feels <laughs> like he's talking at me when he says all these things. So it's social sciences mm. um, and to do with, like political economy. Okay. Um, you're really passing, you're faking it beautifully. Like, yeah stuff like
0: that (laughs) wow you're an amazing actress i actually now i know that you're talented because i'm like the way that you just blew through that you're like political um sciences if you know that at all genius very good that's exciting yeah
5: yeah yeah social science yeah oh gosh something like that
0: but i'm impressed about 14 years though that's tough how was um lockdown for you guys was it just Oh, do you know
5: what I didn't think? I, I, I have to admit because our place is quite small, we we're actually in the process process of moving. Mm. But I am. Um, I did I uh, I looked at him one day. Mm. I woke up in the morning and I was like, hmm. I just don't know if we're gonna survive this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I do not know if we are gonna survive, but we did we did luckily we survived um so far. so um I guess that says a lot but yeah it was it was tricky it was tricky because I you know I get like creative at night time something goes up in my head and I'm like at night time I want to sing or I want to dance or I want to write or I want to do something whereas at night it, he he's someone that needs to take time to relax so he's like N- now it's like you know the hour of relaxing or like, he watches this or does that whereas whatever time it is if I want to be creative. I'm going to do it. Do you know what I mean? So of that, course. that
0: I'm a What's night owl. Called? I feel, um, I relate to you with that, that early morning time, yeah. which the curse on my life is that my job is seven to 10 o'clock in the morning with it's, it's a gun to the head for me. Just having to be on and like smart at seven o'clock in the morning. I don't know why, um, if God exists, maybe he doesn't, why this happened to me (laughs) but late at night late at night is when you know you're on it's fun it's sexy it's like yeah it's sexy I know I know it feels good oh I love that I know wait so so you have a partner this is I this changes everything because in my mind and maybe because of the show that you host I was like Verona is on that town do you wish you were still dating or not at all like do you have friends who are single
5: um, I, most of my friends are single. I don't think I've I even got any friends that are That's in a relationship. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I don't think I do. I do. You know what? I think I think I've only had two relationships, mm. so I've never really been into. I've never really dated, so I did miss out a bit. Um, you missed out on nothing. Gonna... You missed out You're on not. on nothing. Really? I mean, I guess Good. for the
0: stories, like, and certainly in comedy, it's like always fun to have you know, some fun dating stories. I don't like to talk about too many of them because I have like boundaries with an audience where sometimes there are just certain things I think, well, I wouldn't want like another comic getting up on stage and being like, I went out with this like big ass girl, you know, I don't know. I just would feel weird about that. Right. So I have things that I don't like to joke about necessarily, but that being said, um, yeah. I mean, you just meet, a, you meet a lot of different kinds of people. And every time you meet yeah. them, you're like, would I let this man penetrate me? I mean, every time. And <laughs> most of the time, it's like, <laughs> I don't think I would, actually. I, you know, there's, for me, and the the bar is so low for me. I know you you don't know me at all, but it is, every Love. year it goes lower. It's like the reverse Olympics. Like, it just goes lower and lower. And it's almost rock rock bottom right now but i think i think that's
5: how i've been in a relationship for so long i lowered my (laughs) bar
0: and it's great and you're lucky (laughs) you have a professor (laughs) living in your home
5: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) look at you for god's sake are there things you won't joke about like are there any topics that are personal for you which you don't get into
5: do you know what Mm. it's funny because in my household we joke about everything do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's is this we we all joke about everything where it's supposed to be sometimes a bit too far. So, but I'm very aware of other people's feelings and other people's emotions and um, and um, other people's boundaries. And yeah. it's, it's, um to be honest. <clears throat> I've only recently started doing stand-up. Oh. So a lot of the other things, are, yeah, the other stand-up stuff I've done has been like character. So it's not as, I don't feel as in character. Mm, you know, we can go there. But as myself, I'm a bit more like, oh, I don't really want to offend anyone. I wish I wasn't like that. When I see certain people that are just fierce and just go for it, I go, you know, go for it, I just wish I was a bit more like that rather yeah. than thinking, oh, a bit distasteful, oh, you know. Because at home I would say it. Yeah, but that's at home. What sign are you astrologically? Uh, Scorpio.
0: Cancer. Water sign. So we are sensitive little angels. Yes. Even though you're like, you're the crazier one. And I'm like the more sensitive (laughs) one. I always wished I was a Scorpio. I'm so
5: sensitive though. I'm so sensitive. Same.
0: So I'm working on it. I'm trying to, I'm like listening to self-help books to teach me how to be less sensitive. It's really hard.
5: Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not easy at all. It's, the weirdest thing is, is I'm the last day of Scorpio. So I, some people are like, oh, Scorpios are so horrible, and I'm like, I don't think I'm horrible. And people that know me wouldn't say I am. My partner's a Scorpio, <gasps> and my dad is a Scorpio, and me and my dad just like oh, clash. God. But but um, my partner's a Scorpio, so yeah. And would you say Lots that he's
0: like crazy? Family. Like, what is the Scorpio? He's um, the crazy one. Is he? What are the characteristics? Yeah. It's like they are hot-headed, right? They uh make yeah. decisions they make crazy decisions quickly, like they'll just do crazy shit. Am I making that yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah.
5: No, yeah, hot-headed. Um they say so this and I like this one. They mm. say Scorpios are like the most loyal friends, but if you get on the wrong side of them. You know, so the the thing is so my partner, he is really hot-headed and it's like, you know, he he's got a temper whereas I don't have that. But I, I've had a temper maybe once or twice when it's come to my little brother or sister. Mm. So like my little brother came out of a shop once and he was like, this guy just um was being horrible to him in the shop and it was an older guy and it made me really angry and I went into the <laughs> shop and I was like, rah you know <laughs> <laughs> rah! and then my mum said to me, I never knew you were like that. I can't believe you behave like that in public. <laughs>
0: Was this before cell phones were around? Because now whenever, like I got into um a situation with a manager at Zara. And I mean, not a real one. I like left. But also I keep thinking like, hmm, if there were phones around, you can't do shit, crazy shit anymore, you know, because it's not worth oh, yeah, it. Yeah, you can't. I know. Yeah.
5: Could you imagine? That would have oh, been so funny.
0: If video of you yelling in a shop ever yeah. went public, I mean, I would,
5: I love you. I would laugh and laugh. <laughs> I'd be like, this is the funniest shit ever. Seen in my life. I'd be so the thing is, after that, see, even though he picked on my brother, who my brother's so I went there and I said to him, I said to him, you know he's he's 13 years old, blah, blah, blah. Like this. And he was like, then he he called someone else and he was like, yeah, I was gonna do do, and I and I was like, what? He's 13 (laughs) years old, and my wig nearly fell off. And and I was like, you know, hold me back. Um, and at that point I went, so I was really angry and I said, yes, I'm sticking up for my brother. And then for about three days I was like, who am I? Yeah. What have I done? Jean Valjean. You know, like, I felt really bad. Yes. Yeah.
0: I get it. Totally. You had a, we call it reflection, I think in, uh, just had a moment of really, this can't be me. I know what you mean. I rarely yeah. have those moments. It happens when I go, yeah, that was me. That's me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, part of me, yeah. I also love watching people fight. Like I, I enjoy when people get into, when I'm not involved in it and I see other people fight for me, that is really special. That is like seeing the Easter bunny. I'm like, Oh, there, I was in Vegas years ago with friends of mine and there was a couple who were, I mean, they definitely had to have broken up that night, but there was a couple who was with us. She was very wealthy and he was just some idiot kind of hot and she kept giving all of us money to gamble with because like we were all broke. Uh, and so we were gambling with her money. And part of me to this day is like, why didn't you pocket her fucking money? She gave us like fifteen hundred dollars or something. I could have gone to Louis Vuitton and gotten a bag. But it was like, no, she was like, have fun. You guys should really go have fun. Like she was so intense. And they were fighting the entire night. And it was to this day one of the most memorable shows I've seen in Vegas. And I've seen Celine. It was just the best. It's like you I here in London. Oh, no, I was in Paris and there was a couple who I was in Paris last weekend, by the way. Do you like Paris? Are you a fan?
5: Do you know, I've not been to Paris in years, but it's is beautiful, isn't it? I saw you in Paris. It, looked, it looked, Oh, nice. no, it's OK. I, it's fine. It's nice for a weekend. Go for like four or five days. Okay. I might try again. I went when I was about 11.
0: Oh, no, you got to go back. And I should add, go take the train, go and stay four days just to remind yourself you won't go back until you're like 60. Like, you, you'll go again. It's really? exactly what happened to me. I went. I'm like, here it is. It's great. Fine. I'm back. And I don't have that itch. Like, there's certain... Where's your favorite place that you've ever visited? Like, what's the place you love to go to?
5: Oh, um, that's a tough one. Hmm. Do you know what? I think I really liked to look at. I liked, um, no, actually, no, that's a lie. I was going to say I liked the look of South Africa, but no, because I didn't like the tin roofs and then the massive houses. You know, it was just the inequality was, and um, and everyone was just like, yeah. I just that that was where I experienced the most racism I've ever experienced really? in my life. South no kidding, Africa, yeah. But yeah, no. Let's forget that one. Scrap oh, no, that off. That. Um, um, oh, I don't know. That's a really hard question. Um, where would you like to go? Is there a place? I would like to go to Nigeria. Really. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but um yeah, I think it would be I think the music would be good. Isn't it Lagos is in
0: Nigeria. I have Lagos, uh, yeah. Lagos, excuse me. I have friends who live part-time in Lagos, part-time in New York. They're the oh, chicest, really? most gorgeous people and they love it there they really have yeah, see, say I'd the like best to, thing. I just feel
5: like this. Yeah. Like you said, I feel, feel like they'll be, it'd be really cool. I'd like to go there. Yeah. um, I, I, I Maybe I pronounced it cor- um, incorrectly. No, I actually yeah. am
0: thinking that I did. And also I feel like because of this now, the Nigerian tourism board will reach out to you and you will get, I'm telling you, Verona, something good is going to come from this podcast. Yes, please guys. We need a guided tour post Corona, obviously Verona, the professor, her single friends in Nigeria, I yes, could please. see this. I could see you hosting a travel show. You'd be great at that.
5: Oh, I would love it. I mean, yeah, I be. My, my geography is terrible, but um, even better. I would love it. They should drop yes, you please. in a country, not tell you where
0: you are, like blindfold you at the airport and then have you slowly try to figure out where the hell you are. That's the show. <laughs>
5: that <is hilarious. laughs> You're not allowed to ask anyone.
0: You have to judge based just on language, food and figure out where I- they've dropped you.
5: I'm down. Sign me up now. Okay, I guess I'm
0: producing it and I have a job. It's very exciting. I knew something good would come from this. Secret Crush, to me, is one of the most addictive shows on TV. I watch Dress to Impress. I watch Secret Crush and Take Me Out. They're all on in the same kind of a dating block. Will you tell our listeners, most of whom are in America, but we have plenty of overseas listeners, about the show and the part that you play on it because you are so hilarious on it I can't say enough good things tell people about it
5: oh thank you yeah. secret crush okay I don't know if you've seen what episodes you've seen but secret crush is about people friends um sometimes step-siblings uh, colleagues Th- coming <laughs> I did not did you see. see that episode? Did not see step siblings. Okay, that's very clueless. Step siblings.
0: Very clueless. Step. Okay, we'll go back to that incest. Put it on the calendar. We're coming back. Go on.
5: Incest. <laughs> incest. <laughs> they come onto the show and they declare their undying love um, that has been a secret for some of them for for like a really really long time. And basically, I they just come and they tell me, oh, you know, I have got a crush. I have got a crush on on my my, my sister or my brother um, or my colleague or my yeah, or my dentist. We've had we've had a couple yeah, we've had a couple and um and I kind of just egg them on. I'm like, you know, yeah, go, you know, tell me a bit about it. What is it that you like? Why do you like them? Um they go on the day, sometimes it goes wonderfully well and sometimes it they fail terribly. But yeah, I love it. I'm like South London's answer to Cupid. That's what I like. Hundred percent. One
0: one of the great things about the show, and I find this really in all of English television that Americans don't know or to do is leave in awkward pauses. Like there are so many moments on the show where they just let the camera linger a little bit too long and you feel the same tension and sort of discomfort that these people who are either, for the most part, the ones who are the um, accuse like the crush e, the one who's been brought there. They don't know who the person coming out is. It's a very tense, exciting moment. Like the curtain is there, and they kind of pop out from behind it. And those pauses are, make the show. You and the pauses make the show.
5: Oh, you're very kind. Thank you. No, know, it's you. true. I pa- Yeah,
0: the pauses are great. Have you ever had an, an experience while shooting it because you know there have been a lot of shows in the states back in like the 90s where like you know these talk shows they were much more sensationalized clearly than your show but where they would have crushes come out and say hi I'm in love with you and people were really not receptive to it it's you know created some horrible tension I
5: know the one I know right yeah I know there's like a famous
0: one which is uh very dark but I mean what have you seen working on the show like have there been moments that have actually been uncomfortable or tense
5: oh my goodness there have been moments that were really really uncomfortable to a point where I was like am I safe no you know I mean I mean the the, the crew were amazing so I was I was always safe but um, I better to mention that but um mm. but um yeah I, there were times when um some you know like you might get a guy that is like, I'm certain this person's gonna like me. I'm bringing them here, um, like, yeah, as if they're gonna say no, and it's been a no, and um, wow. that didn't go down well. Like behind the scenes, <gasps> that didn't go down well. Really? Do they separate the people afterwards, or they're still kind of together? Um, they, they in this particular case, they separated them.
0: Wow. Yeah. Classic it didn't, it didn't male behavior well. where if they don't get yeah. what they want, they lose their shit.
5: He lost his shit because he didn't get what he wanted. Unbelievable. And he was used to, clearly used to getting what he wanted in the past. Mm. But um, this time, sorry. The
0: bravery, okay. though, is shocking. Like, I've had secret yeah. crushes. You know, I would never, I could not go on TV and tell that, per- you know what I mean? Like, be like, hi, yeah. it's me. Or even the, the reveal, like, popping out from behind a curtain and then seeing the look of disappointment would be enough. I know. You should, they should just keep a mortician on hand, like in the union <laughs> or something there to bury me because that is like, really that's bravery to put yourself out there like that.
5: I, I a hundred percent agree because I, the rejection would just be a lot, oh, wouldn't it? I oh, could frozen two again. water
0: signs. Forget the frozen. I'm, I'm point two water signs getting rejected on national English television would kill us verona i mean absolutely i don't know what to tell you absolutely
5: uh uh the show- it just wouldn't happen i no. i just yeah i don't think i i i i you know i'm i'm in awe of the people that go on there and um and you know and declare their you know how they're feeling about somebody but yeah myself woo! no thank you ma'am i love english reality because
0: to me and i say this uh a lot Americans, I said it before, actually, here, where Americans are so obsessed with physicality. We're so obsessed with appearance and thinness. And, uh, you know, just like that whole bachelor kind of a look of like the veneers, the long extensions, the whole thing, the nails, where when you don't, in the States, fall into that bucket, uh, on a dating show, especially on a rea- uh, any sort of relationship show, you sort of cease to exist. There are very few shows... That deal with love outside of like one where in a way the people are mocked like a 90 day fiance where sort of the joke is that some of these people look bad. Right. And it it makes me really upset. I always say like The Bachelor, which I stopped watching because it just got too boring. It got too white. It got too stale. It just there was nothing interesting happening on it. And I stopped. But. I wish that Americans would be brave enough to do like a show like Secret Crush where they genuinely and and really all of English dating shows, I find they have people from every background, every look, every weight, every sexuality, every gender. There is not there is just a real um, true liberalness here when it comes to. Watching people find love, you don't see protests going on. I think to myself, if we had a show in America where, and this has happened on your show, where you have like two queer people, like who knows, maybe a non-binary person or whatever, finding, I'm sorry, like a primetime show. On ABC. Yeah. I think, I don't know if people would handle it well in America. I'll be honest. And that makes me sick. Yeah. I think it would have happened already. I mean.
5: today.
0: Look, even on A Big Brother or A Survivor, which are not even dating shows. Those are just, this is just my opinion. I mean, and also there's proof because it hasn't happened. But Yeah. yeah. And forgetting even that. But just how about weight? Let's talk about weight. You, we have never had um, a man or woman on a primetime dating show that wasn't about weight, right? Like that was just about people finding love who were not thin or fit
5: okay yeah and that's terrible. I, you know what, though. i feel yeah. like we've got that a little bit i mean i, I don't watch a, a lot of the dating shows a little bit here i mean love island do well, you watch yeah. love island
0: here and there and actually my issue with it is that the people bore me to death like i feel stupider afterwards so i don't love to watch it yeah yeah to me that is also like jersey shore where those people are so fake tanned and that is like um their lip filler and everything they look like freaks yeah right but yeah, yeah. i know what you're saying
5: yeah i feel yeah see i've I'm I I feel like some people here would be like oh you know you're you're pushing um um you're saying that um being overweight is okay and it's not I I feel like I've read that kind of thing before um I mean, I've had that before with with um, somebody that I've worked with. You know, they would say, "Oh, these two look like they've got diabetes. They're promoting diabetes." Oh and we're like, God. "Oh my gosh!" You know. So, I but I I hear you when you say that it's worse much um in the states in general. Yeah. Like
0: with just honestly with anybody they put on television in America, they would choose a less talented person who weighs less. Every That's 10 sick, out man. of 10 times. Um, can That's you tell that I'm bitter? Look how I'm like here. I put glasses on and now I'm a professor. Now I'm a professor of, of political science, Verona. But no, really, it's like, it's, it's a very frustrating thing. I mean, we talked about it earlier with like the world of acting, but I really appreciate when I'm in England and I'm watching reality TV or just any show even a show like First Dates, where they just they have everybody, elderly people on. And that's, that's true. And yeah, that's why the that's show is true. good because you, it's actually yeah. interesting. You're learning about different people from different backgrounds. There's variety. I don't care about these yeah. wannabe, you know, influencers or whoever because, goes on. Yes,
5: because we're not all that, are we? We're not all, we don't all fit into this little, this, you know, thin box, this, as you say, the yeah. pro top slips, the um, fillers. We just don't all. Fit into that, so yeah, I I totally agree with you because uh, we want to see normal people. We want to. We know normal people need love too, you know. I, normal people have sexy time too. Take it from
0: me, such a normal person with an abnormally long skeleton. Yeah, we deserve love too. um But yes. it's when you next time you visit America, I feel like just pay attention to what you see on our televisions. But even just prime time, I think yeah. it's going to break your brain a little bit. Because you're so used to seeing English people on TV that when you start to see like what America puts on camera, it's you'll you'll see where I'm coming from and why I'm so angry.
5: Oh, that's so upsetting. So yeah. is there not? There's nothing in place where people are saying, "Okay, we need more diversity in, in this area." Is it? Are they trying, or it's just not happening they're at all? Tr-
0: they're doing it, but the joke is that everyone's still hot. Like they're putting more diverse people. They're still putting, you know, diversity. Everyone's gorgeous. Like it doesn't matter. You know, oh, anyway, please. Oh, please. I don't want to end on this note. I want to end on a Let high Let me take my wig note. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just take our wigs off and just be us. Can we just be ourselves for one <laughs> do second? you know what I mean? Yes. No, I do. Um, well, the show is a huge hit here, and I really want you to bring it to the States because, first of all, everybody would watch. It's so much fun. Is there any plan, do you think, on making it American or no? Remaking it in America?
5: I mean, that would be incredible there's no plans that I've heard of, mm. but if they do, can I come? Like, can no, I, can in I it. host it in America? Um, I mean, if if people would love it there, that yeah. I mean, I better start chatting to the um, chat to the production company and everything. But yeah, um, at the moment I don't know. Mm. So we're still, I'm still waiting to hear whether we're gonna go again here as well. Oh really? So, um, oh. yeah. It would be. It would be great. Who do great. I need um, to call?
0: tell me the person to call i have no sway or influence but i yes. will stand hold for at least an hour so you give me I'm the number <laughs> and i'm getting in touch you
5: emails and numbers and addresses
0: i'm not joking and i'll show up physically because i'm here and i can do that uh yes i want you to come visit america i would love to see you perform in new york i think that needs to happen for you once like maybe next year when things calm down a little bit it has to happen yeah. verona
5: I'm coming, I'm literally, you don't have to ask me twice, I am coming to New York, or I'm going to New York, and I need to, because I I really want to try this out, I mean, yeah, I really, really want to, want to go stateside, and just give it a go, do you know what I mean, we have to. You have to. Like, you know, you're here, here, doing your thing here, we just... You're yes. gonna, you are going
0: to smash it in America. I just, I'm telling you this as an American with taste. Uh, there aren't many of us, oh. but those who <laughs> exist, um you're just, you're the best. I really reached out to you, kind of blind luck. Like I was like, I just love this girl. You make me laugh so much on the show. Your timing, your adorableness, like you're just perfect on it. Oh, so you're so beautiful. Thank congratulations, you. Congratulations, first of all, and listen listeners go follow Verona right now go on Twitter and on Instagram at the Verona Rose Um, and try to download I'm going to tell people in America just let me say this yes go download Secret Crush find it there are ways to do it get a VPN go on your browser and watch the show is there any way that Americans can like see your other stuff like a on
5: YouTube or anything um, I do have a YouTube channel. Um, there's not a lot on there, but there's so there's little there's this clips and stuff. I, I'm saying that that's not that's not the best way to plug myself, is there? But there's some very <laughs> silly clips on there. Yes. There's me on there peddling from um, Europe to Africa, which is wow. an interesting sight. Yeah, me on me on TV, um, get, travel sick on a pedlo throwing up in the ocean. Um, so that's a okay. yeah. Watching that the second this is
0: done. Okay, so yes, that's on YouTube. Uh, um,
5: that's called Pants on Fire. On oh, no. yeah, but that's on. You can see that on YouTube, but it's also on Channel Four. Um, oh, amazing! In the UK. Oh, I have to watch this. Okay, Pants
0: on Fire. Watch Pants it. Pants on Fire. Yeah. And uh, and then when you come to the states, tell me, and I will promote you to my heart's content. Because yes. um, I'm telling you, you're it, Verona. You're great.
5: I'll oh, bless you. Yeah. Well, and how long are you here for? For another month. For another month, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm in isolation now. Are you? No. Yeah. For to I'm record in isol- something. I mean, I. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. So nice. I'm in isolation until the sixth, and then I go into a bubble until the twenty second, and then I off off abroad to go and film until the 8th of october so i'm very very grateful very very. well that's very exciting
0: let me just kick your bubble in let me come over but next time i'm back in england we'll definitely get together and uh i just adore you and thank you again for doing the show i was so excited when you agreed i was like this is gonna be so much fun so thanks again verona
5: oh thank you so much for having me bye
0: thank you and guys we'll be back next week excited to be back this is michelle collins talk to you soon bye Midnight Snack is an Earwolf production executive produced by me, Michelle Collins. Our producer is Anita Flores and our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. Special thanks to my friend, Dan Acton. You can listen to our ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial, use the code SNACK. Please rate and review Midnight Snack and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can follow us on Twitter at MNightSnackPod. That's M-N-I-G-H-T-S-N-A-C-K-P-O-D. I I love spelling. Midnight Snackers, we would love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, questions, or topics we should chat about. You can leave us a voicemail on our party line at 331-901-0005 or drop us a line at MidnightSnack at Earwolf.com. For more of me, tune into The Michelle Collins Show, live weekday mornings from 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Radio Andy, Sirius XM 102, and on the Sirius XM app. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L.
1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash
3: style.
0: And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall. M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things call M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.